And welcome into Countdown to Game Time. I'm a bucket, he's a bucket. Come on. Dave Baker, Lee K. Howard. Uh, big game tomorrow, regular season finale. Want to thank you all for joining us, whether you're watching on Facebook Live or mm -hmm. maybe listening on the podcast. This uh, episode brought to you by Bluegrass Orthopedics, our friends over there. And mm -hmm. can you believe, Buzz, we are at the end of the regular season for the Wildcat basketball team. Right, and even though this has been a great regular season for this Kentucky team, still uh, a lot of questions and a lot to play for as we head down the stretch. One of the biggest questions that a lot of Wildcat fans are still wanting to know is, will Reed Travis play tomorrow? A lot of people have, have watched him uh, go through some of his, uh, the last couple of weeks, and, right. and he's going through some of his rehab and thinking that he should be back, but at this point, we still don't know. It's funny. It has become the question. Back when you were in high school, and Oscar and I were doing the pregame radio show when Richie Farmer was playing here. That's a long people, time ago. People used to call up and say, Richie going to play tonight? I mean, every show. And that's what it's become with Reed Travis. And so, you know, Cal has said he knows he's going to be okay, says he's not going to rush him. Uh, a knee sprain like this, right. you know, it's not as easy maybe to see to the naked eye sometimes for us as, say, an ankle sprain. And then we hear that Zion Williamson is what last we heard listed as doubtful, doubtful for yeah. tomorrow. Krzyzewski said he's doubtful for the North Carolina yeah. game. Is this one of those deals, though? I, now, there's a lot buzz. more involved with the Zion right. Williamson right. thing than the Reed Travis thing. But even, but even so, <laughs> with Reed, is this one of those things where if, if Calipari thinks that Kentucky can beat Florida without him, do they try to sit him to have him ready for the SEC tournament? I, I, not risk something I don't know. Tomorrow? It looks like they'll certainly play on Friday next week, okay? So you're going to have a whole nother week to go. I, I think there's certainly some gamesmanship there. And if he knows right now for sure that he's going to play or that he's not going to play, he's not going to say anything. Yeah, I, I think there's certainly a chance that he, that it goes either way. Uh, Coach Kenny Payne filled in for Cal mm -hmm. this afternoon at his uh, regular media availability, and here's what Kenny Payne had to say about Reed Travis. I wish I could give you some insurance, <laughs> uh, but what I'll say is that Reed has done an unbelievable job from the moment it happened till today of diligently working every single day, two and three, four times a day on getting healthy. Um, we're happy that he's going to start doing a little stuff here, um, doing some stuff. Maybe he's half speed. I don't know, but we'll see. Looking on the uh, Facebook Messenger here, yep. we've, we've got everything from play Reed Travis for 10 minutes or sure. don't play him at all and save him for the SEC. I think both trains of thoughts make sense, but it's up to the coaching the, staff. And it's, and it's up to, you know, how much can they do? You know, and Reed yeah. is a veteran guy, you know, even more so than, uh, and this take nothing away from Zion Williamson, but he's probably never been through an injury like this. Reed has been through stuff sure. like this and has had to battle through it and everything, but our buddy Mike Pratt from the UK Radio Network had said that it was his understanding that he was supposed to practice yesterday. We don't know whether that took place or not, but the Calipari, Calipari blanket rule is that if you're not practicing, practicing. you're not going to play, and I think that'll hold true here. I think so, and he has a chance, obviously, today to get on the court, Reed Travis, sure. to get in there to uh, to practice, and maybe that'll help out his cause sure. tomorrow. Uh, now, with or without Reed Travis, mm -hmm. and especially without Reed Travis, the Wildcats really need a big game from P.J. Washington. We saw him battle foul trouble in the past game, the last game, and had to miss out pretty much the entire first right. half. Got in that second half, scored 13 points, and helped lead the Wildcats to a victory. P.J. is big tomorrow against Florida as well. He is, and, and how Cal uses him is big as well because he talked after that game the other night. You know, yeah, he got in foul trouble again 
for like the second or third straight game. It seems to be a recurring theme. But then in the second half, you know, Cal likes to talk about those tweaks. They did some tweaking, and they said they put him on the left side of the block, right side of the block, mm-hmm. right in the middle. They didn't put him in the same spot to make it more difficult uh, for, for the opposition to set their defense. And so that's exactly what they got to do against Florida, I think, as well. Florida's a team that has not been what they were in past years, but still an explosive team and a team that's got a lot to play. Yeah, for. still a dangerous team, a team that took LSU all the way to the to overtime uh, just just earlier in this yep. week. So obviously a team that can compete and and they've got a lot to play for this weekend as well. When they come to this weekend Arena. and next. Yes, and, absolutely. And, and supposedly it's probably their Super Bowl. When, uh, when they play Kentucky. You think it's T-shirt night? <laughs> probably probably something like that. But uh, it is senior day. It is senior day. Here's what uh, Kenny Payne had to say about P.J. Washington and what kind of game he has to have tomorrow against Florida. Um, the number one thing, I think every team is just gearing their defense up to stop him. Um, you know, they're double teaming, they're triple teaming, they're, they're clogging up lanes, um, doing – and he's been really good at finding his teammates – uh, creating offense for other guys, letting it come to him. Um, would have liked for last game for him not to get two fouls. Um, we addressed that, um, not in a nice way, but um, he, I mean, I couldn't be prouder for, for the kid. And he is showing why he came back, and he is sure. playing well. He's got to continue to play well with or without Reed Travis. Now, let's talk about Florida. This is not the Florida team of, of, of certainly the late 90s. Right. It's not the Florida team of just a couple of years ago, but still a very good team. A, a good team and a team that is playing a little bit differently than they had, a team that Mike White has done a nice job with, that they have come along during the season, and, and a team that is very well uh, in specific situations. And, and, and so what you're going to see happening is they know that P.J. Washington has had trouble staying out of foul trouble. Right. So I anticipate they're going to go right at him. Absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, you don't get a senior day here very often under John Calipari. So you've got Travis and Johnny David who will be honored before the game tomorrow. Emotion always high and everything. Crowd will be jacked up. And I, I think they go straight at Washington and see what he does. Either he commits fouls, maybe he backs off a little bit and it provides a lane to the basket. But I think it's going to be critical how he plays defensively early. Not only is it the final game for those two seniors, Mm-hmm. that you mentioned, but always at Kentucky, you've got the underclassmen and most of them, if not all of them, have not made a decision at this point, but you got to think it's probably the final home game for P.J. Washington. Could be the case for Keldon Johnson and, and maybe a couple of those other guys, so you're right. Those emotions may be really riding high tomorrow for several of those guys. Absolutely. Here's what Kenny Payne had to say about the matchup with the Gators on Saturday. I just think Florida's a well-coached team, very good team. Um, Hudson has been, made a big resurgence. Uh, the last five games, he's averaging around 18 a game. Uh, they got really good guard play. Look, this team can come in here and beat us. We got to play well. Um, we got to be good on the boards, rebounding. We have to defend. That's what we hang our hat on. And we got to be the aggressors. Certainly do have to be the aggressors. Uh, tomorrow, the game is at 2 o'clock. You can see it on WKYT. Uh, a big game in the afternoon. That's why it's on CBS. Uh, from Rupp Arena and to, like I said, close out the regular season. And there's also a big program coming up right here on WKYT tomorrow night. That's right. Beyond the Bench, 7 o'clock, Sam Dick and uh, videographer Barton Bill got some extraordinary access uh, to Cal and the team when they went on the road to Mississippi State a couple of weeks ago. They were with the club for 53 hours, and they've got all that footage, and it's, uh, we've seen a little bit of it. it, it I, it's really something to see. I've got to admit, I actually watched the whole thing Did last you really? night. It is really, really good. I mean, you talk about behind-the-scenes mm-hmm. access 
from the equipment managers to mm -hmm. the pregame rituals to what Cal is saying during the uh, game in the middle of the huddle. Superstitious Cal. Yeah, absolutely. It is It is some really good stuff that you've never seen before. Uh, you're going to want to see that tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. And if you want to, in between that time, you know, we've started doing the Sports Buzz podcast. Uh, you can catch it wherever you get podcasts or on WKYT.com. Had a chance earlier this week to sit down with Ellen Calipari. Sure who, I mean, it was really interesting talking about the family, talking about moves, talking about life with Cal. Uh, we hope you'll enjoy it. it and is she's easy. really become the star of the family lately. With, with the, uh, with the uh, Instagram <laughs> that's account. That's right. I mean, she really is. I'll tell you a story sometime. Okay, now let's get to the, the yeah. serious news of the day, not involving Kentucky, but certainly involving the yep. SEC, and that is LSU head coach Will Wade has been suspended indefinitely by the LSU uh, athletics director, Joe Olivia. And uh, this is a big deal. Interim coach uh, been been named already. And Tony and Benford, one Tony, of the assistants. That's right. And so, uh, here, here's how, what, here's, how is this going to affect? Them? Here's I mean, what's happened for people that didn't hear it. Okay, so Will Wade, it has been uh, for a long time known, or, or at least reported, that he was on some of these FBI wiretaps with Christian Dawkins, the wannabe uh, player manager or whatever. Right. Some kind of middleman. Some people would call him a runner. You know, that's that's right. not the nicest term. But uh, you know, he's already pleaded along uh, with Jim Gatto from Adidas, and and some of the defense attorneys in these cases have come out and said. And there was a report last week that they were actually going to call Will Wade and Sean Miller, the head coach at Arizona, into this trial, which involves Chuck Person, right. uh, that is in April or June. In any event. A new story emerged yesterday which had direct quotes from Will Wade talking about a deal, uh, and he was happy it had not been consummated. Uh, he, it was an FBI wiretap between he and Christian Dawkins. That, that's right. And, and Wade is heard on the tape saying, we had a strong blanking offer, yada, 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 this goes on and on. And it's apparent, it's apparent from the talking that they were talking about Javante Smart, right. who is a freshman on the LSU team who's playing about 30 minutes, Joe Oliva, uh, the athletics director, and King Alexander. Alexander, uh, who is the president, they said, all of us at LSU share the obligation to protect the integrity of this institution. As such, we have suspended head coach Will Wade indefinitely until such time as we can ensure full compliance with the NCAA. We haven't heard yet whether or not they will play smart tomorrow. Now, the outcome on the court, whether Wade is there or not, probably isn't an issue. Right. They play Vanderbilt, uh, who, of course, has not won a conference game. But this could have big implications down the road, not only for the LSU program, but for the SEC moving forward. And after those reports yesterday, I think this was the only thing LSU could do. Yeah, two things. I think you got to watch and see if Javante Smart does play tomorrow, mm -hmm. and that'll tell you the severity that LSU thinks that they're in. Oh, sure. As far as, was, like you said, they don't need him as far as to, to win the game, but if he's not playing that will tell you something and I'm a little surprised at how quickly LSU they had to they had to but but they you know there's a scenario they could have waited to the end of the year because of the LSU program. public pushback I don't think they could is no surprise or or it's not a coincidence sure. <laughs> wink wink that the athletics director is in a renegotiation of his contract right now Javante Smart is a Baton Rouge kid yeah. that I don't think they could have just gone in a bunker and waited till all this happened. Certainly something that we will continue to monitor mm -hmm. and continue to watch and keep you updated on WKYT and WKYT.com. Absolutely. For Buzz Baker, I'm Lee K. Howard. Thanks again to Bluegrass Orthopedics for sponsoring this segment. You've been watching Countdown to Game Time right here on WKYT.